All right. Welcome back, guys. Purple Haze Podcast. Uh, we got a special one for you today. Um, uh, this is your host, Josh, uh, along with my brother, as always, Jake. Jake, how's it going, man? Pretty good, man. Can't complain. Uh, the weather's warming up. Baseball's back. Um, so not much here to complain about. And like you said, we got a special episode today. Got a special guest. Um, so I'll let you take care of that one. Yeah, man. Today, uh, coming out of Stony Beach, Maryland, class of 2020, we got the uh, he's the first ranked first baseman, second overall prospect in the state of Maryland, uh, third ranked first baseman nationally coming out. We got Josh Moylan, man. Josh, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. How about you guys? Great, man. Great, man. So good to have you. Um, yeah, man. We're we'll we'll jump right into it. Uh, we'll we'll probably do this chronologically. Um, you know, start start uh the early days for you baseball wise and work our way. To- um, so I'll, I'll, I'll jump straight in, man. Uh, growing up, were, were you always a baseball guy or are you more of a multi-sport kid? Uh, so, you know, growing up, baseball was always my, uh, my main sport, but, uh, I, you know, I dabbled in a little soccer for a little while, which, uh, wasn't for me. I'm not a big fan of running, but, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, a little bit of soccer and mainly just basketball and baseball were, uh, my sports growing up. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that that's funny, man. That I don't think Jake played soccer a bit growing up, but uh I never <laughs> I never I never got into it. I don't think uh I don't think I'd be too good either there. Uh, as far as uh as far as baseball, man, little league wise, you got a uh you got a favorite little league memory? Um I mean probably just the whole like way I started probably a good memory for me. Uh I was actually two years old when I started playing. My uh my uncle knew the commissioner so I kind of found my way on a team full of like four or five year olds so I was uh, oh, wow. still out there playing in diapers and uh that's, I mean, that's <laughs> probably the probably the coolest memory for me is just how young I started playing yeah man that's that's awesome um so were you always a first baseman growing up or did you kind of transition into that uh up until I was probably 12 or 13 I was mainly a third baseman and I played over there a little bit but then uh once we moved up to the big diamond and kind of started getting older, I realized first base was for me. Yeah. No, I feel that I was always, uh, I was always way too small to play first base. <laughs> me and Josh both. Um, but yeah. Uh, when did you realize uh, how much potential you had in baseball? Uh, like, well, there, was, there was always kind of a confidence that I would go somewhere playing it. But uh, I think it was once I started playing on like the big travel ball circuit. So probably like 14, 15, I kind of realized that, you know, like I, this was pretty much the thing for me to to keep doing and uh, playing at a high level. So I'd say probably like freshman year of high school is when I kind of realized. Yeah. Did you um? You said you played on the big travel ball circuit. Is there anywhere like like a favorite place that you ended up traveling to play? Uh, I was in California uh, for I think it was three days. They had uh, the area code games they called it, but that was probably the coolest thing for me was just. Uh, going and seeing, you know, like LAX and Dodger Stadium and all that kind of cool stuff. So that's probably the, the coolest place for me. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Um, when did you uh, originally start being recruited? Um, and what went into your decision to come to ECU? And also, um, I know when you were coming out of high school, the draft was shortened to five rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so would you have considered, you know, going into the draft if it was longer than that? Uh, well, I mean – so I kind of I started the recruiting process. I want to say strongly was my like my sophomore year. My uh, high school head coach was actually Coach Palumbo at ECU. It's his brother, so oh, wow. I kind of had the early connection going there that uh, that helped out the process. I'd say, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. If it was a normal year, I feel like uh, things might have fallen the wrong way, but I'm happy with the choice I made. But either way, uh, it was a great option. Yeah, man. I mean, I look, I, I think I speak for all ECU fans when we, we appreciate your decision the same. We think you made <laughs> well, the right thank one. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, as a freshman, Josh was uh, – he's named a three freshman All-American teams, man. He was first team All-AAC. Uh, quick stat line, he had 310 last year, 409 on base, 460 slugging. He had six home runs, eight guys, um, and something we'll touch on a little bit later. He actually homered in the Super Regional off of uh, who would go on to be the second overall pick, Jack Leiter. So <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on that in a bit. But, uh, man, before we get into all of that, let's uh, let's get a little bit about you. We don't want to just make, you know spew baseball questions at you the whole time. Do you have any – and this is kind of a basic question, so I don't even know how I would answer this question, <laughs> so don't feel bad. But uh, you got any, like, hobbies or anything outside of baseball that you're, that you're into, stuff that maybe stands out or just kind of, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm big into video games. I think uh, whenever I'm finding time not doing schoolwork or playing mm-hmm. baseball, I'm usually sitting in front of a uh, monitor playing video games. So that's probably the uh, – biggest thing for me but um you know I read I read books here and there I mean it's not my favorite thing to do but it it definitely helps me as far as uh keeping the mind right you know through the baseball season and also uh some hobbies probably just reading playing video games yeah man what what are you into right now Uh, I mean I've been been playing a lot of NHL recently I'm big into into sports games but uh Fortnite just had a big update so I've been back on there I I know uh, that's more the younger crowd but uh I found my way back on Fortnite no, dude. Dude, you you and Jake are speaking. I'll let Jake touch on that because you and him are speaking the same language. Jake, dude, I'm the- Jake's a lot more in the NHL than me, and he's still – I don't know if he still still does, but as of like a couple of months ago, was still playing Fortnite, and I don't understand how he played it for so long. So, Jake, I'll <laughs> let you take it away. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm the, I'm the same exact way. Um, you know, every time – I always get tired of Fortnite, especially all the 12-year-old kids can yeah. play, play a lot better than me, and then yeah. I stop playing for a little bit, and then they add some update or some new gun that gets me back into it. But – uh. No, yeah, I'm the, I'm the same, same exact <laughs> way. Um, what kind of music do you like, and uh, what what music do you listen to before the game to you know get ready? Uh, you know, mainly growing up was pretty much just rap music for me. I know my dad's into that, so that's kind of that's big on me is rap music and more of the new stuff. But I like going back and listening to like Biggie, Tupac, you know, kind of the older big names. But uh, Recently, my uh, one of my buddies from JUCO, who's here now, Carter Cunningham, he got me into this uh, Latino music, kind of like the, the Hispanic mix, and I'm oh, I'm loving it. I've been getting into that a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. What is what is the name of his walk up song? Because I've been looking for it. And, you know, I'm trying to listen to it on the way to. Um, I gotta I gotta it, ask him it, that. But uh, I was gonna say I, if, you, if you don't, it's fine if you don't know. But dude, that song <laughs> is so so hype, dude. I'm loving. It. I know every. I'm usually you know. And he was usually hitting right before me, so I like it. We get the back-to-back kind of Latino mix, and I'm loving it. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> shifting over to some food, what's your favorite food spot in Greenville and uh, some foods that you um, have gotten to like since you've gotten here that you didn't really eat in Maryland? Oh, uh, what? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's a little expensive, but I'd say my favorite place around here is probably the Rick House. I like a I like nice steakhouse, yeah. but – Honestly, I mean, we don't have any back home. I'd probably gotta say cookouts kind of, you know, worn on me. I'm I'm loving cookout. It's yeah. back home back home it's just McDonald's or Wendy's kind of thing. But now that I got cookout next to me, it's like, oh, it, it's hard for me not to go there some nights. But um Dude, Yeah. Cookout for me was a problem when I was at ECU, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bad so, well, I mean it's 
it's cheap. It's good. They give you a lot of food. I mean, what's not to like? Literally anything, yeah. Like quesadillas and chicken nuggets as sides, man. Exactly. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah, you it's can get problem. anything. That they, they even have barbecue at cookout. Um, that's what I'm saying. I, I go there and some nights I'm I'm leaving with four quesadillas because I can get a quesadilla with a side of quesadilla. I'm loving that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, gotta ask you this one: classic Greenville staple. What's your go-to sub dogs order? Oh, I like. I, I might get some hate for this, but uh, I like the luau burger with the pineapple on it. Mm. Uh, a lot of people might not like that answer, but uh, I, I like that one, and I get the side of the bacon cheese tots. That's usually my go-to. Yeah, no, you can't go wrong with either of those. Yeah, I, I, I'm uh, my fiance's the same way with the pineapple stuff. I don't, I like, I like pineapples. I just can't, I can't mix it with like savory. I don't know. I don't. Get oh, it. see that. But, that's uh, where it's the best. I like it on pizza and all that kind of stuff. I, oh, I think man. it's the best when it's on that. Oh, psychopath. I just <laughs> subs has so many good burgers, but I, I have trouble going there and not getting the bacon cheese fry burger. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I just, so good. I, I can't do all the fries on top of the burger. I like them on the side. Yeah, no, understandable. Yeah, man. Um, well, speaking of, uh, well, we were talking a little bit about Greenville, but is, is there anything food-wise or, or, or anything else really that you uh, that you miss about Maryland since you've been at, uh, you know, North Carolina for the past year, year and a half or so? Uh, I think mainly the seafood. Back home, yeah. seafood is like the biggest thing, but around here, it's kind of hard to you know, find a place for that. So it's, I'd, I'd say definitely probably the seafood is the biggest thing. Yeah, I've got some, I, I had some buddies I went to ECU with um from maryland and, and they kind of reiterate the same thing um i haven't been been down and been able to do it yet with them but uh it definitely from from the pictures that i see that they post on the social media it seems to be seafood is definitely oh, yeah. a staple of maryland man just crab all crab everything oh for sure well it's it's the best there everybody talks about the maryland crabs so you gotta, you gotta give it a try sometime i know man we're gonna have to um, we're, we're hoping to for uh for the bowl game but uh yeah, yeah, that, that was, was rough. rough. Yeah, still pissed off about that one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a little, <laughs> a little salty if you can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, well, move, moving back, jumping back to baseball. Um, speaking of the transition from from Maryland here, from high school to college, what was that first off season adjustment like coming to ECU as a freshman compared to high school ball? Uh no, it was it was definitely a little tough. I mean, it's. High school ball, you kind of have your uh, your leeway with things, and I mean, obviously, if you you develop a relationship with your coach and it turns more into a friendship, but it's like once I once I got here, I really realized like you gotta love the game to play at the college level. Just a lot of practice, a lot of workouts, and it's all tough stuff. But then you look back at it once the season got going on, and it's like we all do it for a reason. But I'd say the the biggest you know challenge kind of moving up was just being able to do it every day because i mean we we go every day whether it's lift practice game so i mean it's just being able to balance like schoolwork and having to be there every day and showing up i think is probably the biggest thing yeah man i mean especially you know you come in from from any high school even regardless of the competition level and then going to a school like ecu where you know baseball's king one of the best you know baseball programs in the country i can imagine that that would be a that would be a huge a huge shock as far as just the you know, like you said, the work that you put in, the work that you guys put in, I mean, you, you've all got, you know, your similar goals in mind. And, uh, you know, it, I'm sure it takes the the highest level of discipline there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Well, uh, keeping it keeping it with uh, your, your early days at ECU after that offseason, uh, debut game, February 19th 
um, against Rhode Island. Just take us through that day, what it was like for you. If you, you know, it may, it may have been nothing special to you, or it may have been, you know, it's, remember take us through what you can remember from that day uh, leading into that game and then the game itself well I, I think if anybody says their first game is normal for them I feel like they're kind of lying to you I mean, right. it's, it's crazy like you look up in the stands and obviously it was a little weird because it was COVID kind of regulation still but I mean even just having fans in the stands and uh showing up for that first game I mean you have the nerves kind of pumping through you and adrenaline's kicking in so it's it's a little difficult to kind of take a step back and be like, Hey, enjoy it. But it was definitely crazy for me. I, but looking back now, I mean, it was, it was good to get the first one out of the way. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely understandable there. Um, just still looking back on 2021, you guys had just an insane season, 44 and 17 overall 29 and four at home, uh, which is pretty unheard of. Um, and won the Greenville regional against some really, really stiff competition. Um, but yeah, it's just a crazy home record. Playing the regional in Clark Claire, did you guys feel any significant advantage there? Or did it just kind of happen that way? Oh, for sure, there was an advantage. I mean, <clears throat> our our fans are amazing, and you guys can attest to that. I mean, our our fans are packing the house every game, and having that home field advantage when other teams are used to like I I know some of the teams we play probably don't have the biggest crowds for their home games, so they got to come into an environment like that. It's just it's real tough for them, but for us, it's a normal weekday weekend game having that amount of fans. So that it was definitely a big advantage for us. Is there like a is there like a, a big boost that you guys feel e- even in the regular season? Obviously, the regional being you know a huge you know having the home field advantage there is is everything. But e- even it, throughout the regular season, I mean, twenty nine and four at home. Did you, do you guys feel you know kind of every every game you, you just got that every home game you've got that extra spark coming in? You know, you just you just feel a little bit better about it, or it's just kind of as the game's going on, you you, you realize the impact that it has. Well, I, I think going into the game, everybody knows we uh, it's almost like we have 10 players out there with the mm-hmm. amount of noise and some some heckling, but mostly the yeah. amount of crowd noise and <laughs> momentum they create, honestly. I mean, one big play can change the whole game with our fans being behind us. So going in, there's definitely that. But, you know, once we make that big play or we have that big strikeout or, you know, something along those lines, it just flips the whole game because it just it sucks the life out of them. And then we have 6,000 fans hooting and hollering so. It's definitely a uh, definitely a big advantage. And uh, you know, you were a major part to the contribution that this team had last year. Uh, what was it like coming in and having such a big role, you know, right away as a true freshman? Uh, I mean, I you know, talking with Coach Godwin, he kind of told me, you know, to expect that kind of thing and not to let it get to me that is my first year kind of thing. So just to settle in and relax and mainly just remember that I'm playing baseball, but. It was, I mean, honestly, it was awesome for me to get that experience freshman year. I know a lot of people don't, so just to be able to go out there and play as many games as I did was a, a huge moving forward. But it was just, you know, honestly, kind of surreal for me to be in the lineup every day. Yeah, man, you you, you touched on Godwin there. Uh, you know, he's kind of this larger than life role to ECU fans. You know, we, he's just a, he's a walking <laughs> quote, man. I mean, he he's just he just you know, it oozes with intensity. Is, is he, is he just like that all the time? I mean, is he, you know, what just day to day practice wise, is he just, you know, he, he, I know he, I know he cares a great deal about you guys mm-hmm. and, you know, he's, you know, his players speak of the relationship that they have and what he means to them. But, you know, even, even intensity wise, I mean, is that just seem to never turn off with him? Oh yeah. That that's every day, whether we're lifting weights or just taking swings in the cage, coach is a super competitive guy. So everything to him is high intensity and it's like, we're battling somebody kind of thing. So 
for having coach around every day is it's definitely competitive 24 seven. So he's, he's definitely full of energy, not just when he's interviewing or on the field, but even when you go and talk to him in his office, it's usually pretty high intensity. Yeah, man. Is there any, are there any other, uh, you know, other position coaches or guys that you've, you've kind of developed a, a strong relationship with? It might be everybody, but you know, anybody that you, you work with more on a day to day, somebody that, you know, has really helped you elevate your game. Well, I'd, I'd say probably the biggest one is Coach Palumbo. I mean, we do defensive work even now. We do it every day before practice even starts. So he's probably been the one I've I've developed the closest relationship with. And I've known him the longest because I, I knew him before I knew Coach Godwin just because of the relationship with his brother being my coach. So I think Coach P is probably the – besides Coach G, Coach P is probably the, the one I'm the closest with. Yeah, makes sense, man. Makes sense. Um you guys had an insane year last year, um, you know, dominated, earned a uh, – we – me and Jake are, you know, obviously biased, as with I'm sure everybody <laughs> listening to this podcast is. Um, we think that, you know, you guys did more than enough to earn, uh, you know, the, the super regional host as well last year. Didn't pan out that way. That's kind of the ECU thing is we, you know, perpetually have a chip on our shoulder. Um, <clears throat> before we go into the, the regional – or the super regional um, – do, do you guys kind of do you kind of just feel that when you when you put on the ECU uniform? Can you you know I've heard other other athletes and in, in, you know our sports across the board, especially football too, talk about just the you know the chip on the shoulder that it just seems like um, you know goes from generation to generation with ECU athletes. Do you do you kind of feel that amongst you know each other and and maybe something that you didn't feel before coming to ECU? Just kind of the vibe around the school, or is it just kind of that's more of a thing that you know fans kind of point out? No, I mean, definitely. I think once you put that jersey on and you're wearing the uh, purple and gold, I feel like there there is that added chip on your shoulder. Just, I mean, honestly, before before I came here, I'd never heard of ECU. So it's, yeah. we're, I mean, we're a, a powerhouse program that doesn't get the recognition, which is mainly probably because of our conference. But right. we don't get the recognition that these schools like a Texas, a Vanderbilt, you know, the, all those big name schools, we don't get that recognition. So I feel like once we put that jersey on, it's we got to go and show people that we belong with those top teams, which we know we do. All our fans do. Anybody that follows us knows that. But I feel like there definitely is that added chip on our shoulder every time we step out there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm glad to hear that because I always think that. I always wonder, like, just the, the thing that we've kind of, you know, adopted as, as a culture is a bleed into other sports. So, I'm, you know, it, it definitely seems like it does. Um, but, yeah, man, in, into something fun here. Look, I know the – Super Regional didn't go the way that, you know, we wanted it to go. Um, you know, it's a, a great Vanderbilt team. And, you know, we mm-hmm. went on the road, played in an incredibly hostile environment. And, and it was still really competitive, really fun couple of games. Um, take us take us through <coughs> that. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk about the series, you know, a, a little bit more. But take us through take, take us through your home run off of Jack Lider, man. He, he's a – we know the caliber of player he is. Went number two num, – you know, number two overall in the MLB draft. Was it – did it feel a bit sweeter than – obviously, the situation was huge, too, but did it feel a bit sweeter than other home runs you had hit your freshman year, or was it just kind of once you're playing, you're playing? Uh, I mean, it, it definitely felt pretty good to, to have that one. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, my, my other ones were probably in some some tighter games or games that it might have changed the game with that, but I feel like that, that one uh, that was definitely going to stick with me for a little while. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I mean, he's look. We all know the, the caliber of freaking player that Jack Ladder is, and uh, you know he's pitching a heck of a game. So, true freshman coming up and 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 yoking one off of, and that was 
that was definitely the the highlight of the super regional obviously it didn't go the way we wanted but what was that experience like for you men uh, and for the guys going there and, and you know playing a you know baseball wise you know Vanderbilt's as legendary as it gets it's a heck of a program star-studded you know roster last year you know as was ours but what what was that like that experience like for you oh that, that was unreal I mean going into the year you never really expect to be playing in an environment like that you kind of just take it day by day but once uh once we got there I was like man this is this is really cool and then we uh we show up in the stadium and we have our fans on top of a parking garage in right field so <laughs> I mean to to see our fans travel with us there and I mean we packed half the stadium and in our fans so that, that was uh the whole environment and having our fans there was it was just crazy I mean that was that was really cool yeah I think I speak for Jay too when I said that yeah you see you uh you know, we we definitely pride ourselves on, you know, really caring a lot and having a great, you know, amount of pride in our program. And so I was really happy. Me and Jake didn't didn't weren't able to make it, but we're oh. it was, I know, man. I've 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 been to that stadium, not during a game, but um man, I would have freaking loved to gone and see you guys. But it was awesome to see the representation we had there, man, because I, I mean that's huge. Like you said, when you know, teams are coming to play us, they you know the environment's so hostile. It's such a unique experience for them. And, you know, to be able to kind of be, uh, you know, have a fan base that's able to kind of mitigate that, you know, despite you guys going into one of the most hostile environments in college baseball and, you know, to have your representation there is really cool. Yeah, it was um, awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of, speaking of the draft and, you know, Jack Leiter going, what was it like, man, to see so many of our guys get drafted after <laughs> your last year? Oh, it, it was so cool. I mean, <clears throat> all those guys are there. I mean, they're brothers to me and those are, I mean, all the guys that got drafted were really good friends of mine. So to see them go through that, I mean, yeah, you couldn't be anything but happy for them. I mean, I'm texting them all while the draft's happening. They're they're kind of telling me like I, I don't know where I'm gonna go, kind of thing. And then <laughs> we uh <clears throat> we see it pop up on the TV. But that's just, I mean, I'm so happy for those guys, and they've all been around since, and we've all hung out and congratulated them. So it was it was honestly really cool to see them all uh, get to live out their dreams, pretty much. Yeah, man, they're landing in some good spots, too, especially one, uh, you know, Gavin going. Gavin went to a, a program, that an organization that is just seems to be perfect for young pitchers to go oh, yeah. into, man. So, yeah, that, that was really exciting. Did, did it build? Was there any, you know, kind of added excitement? You know, I know you're – you know, you're stoked for, for your guys. And, uh, you know, like you said, your brothers, man, going living out their dream. That's the biggest day of their life to that, to that point. I would imagine, yeah. you know, maybe they've had, you know, some really exciting moments in their lives, but I know it'd be the biggest one in mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, did it build any excitement for you? Was there that kind of feeling that, you know, this, you know, this well may be me in the same spot soon. I mean, was there, was there any of those thoughts going through your mind? Uh, honestly, I, I think I was just so happy for them. It, that kind of didn't even cross my mind. I mean, seeing those guys go i mean obviously that'd be that'd be awesome to do the things they're doing and end up in the same spot but i i gotta be honest i really wasn't even thinking about it going through it i was just so freaking happy for them yeah man well that's uh look man you're definitely well on your way too and um you know yeah man of course the accolades that you received coming into this year proved that preseason all aac first baseman by uh perfect game you're the 13th ranked first baseman uh you know, nationally second-ranked AAC prospect for the 2023 draft. I mean, that's got to – you know, what was it like getting those, you know, those those honors preseason? I know, um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, you like to, 
you know, say we, we're focusing on, you know, just just getting better, focusing on playing, focusing on the upcoming season, put that stuff behind you. But it's got to be I mean, it's got to be cool. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's good to get some recognition. But uh, the thing that's more important for me is, you know, just kind of forgetting that because it's the ones at the end of the season that uh, ultimately matter. And as, as far as team stuff goes, end of the season, you know, just making sure I'm going out there every day and doing the right things for the team. So it, it's cool to have the the recognition, but you can't really let it uh, sit around too long or else you start losing focus of the, the bigger things ahead. Yeah, that's a perfect transition to the next question because, uh, you know, yeah, I know, I know how, I know Godwin's view on it. Uh, he's been really vocal about that. Yeah, uh, the the rat poison. Yeah, he loves talking about that rat poison. We love it, dude. We love it. Um, coming in the year, man. Did you look the, the not just not just you, but the team? You know, a, a lot of preseason awards, a, a lot of hype coming in, ranked you know top fifteen in virtually every every poll that I saw. Uh, coming in, I think was it twelfth or thirteenth? I think coming into the year. Um, did do you got do you guys feel that? I know Godwin, you know it's rat poison, and I know you know we put it you, you put it out of your head and whatnot. But um, you know, just as the team, could you guys feel kind of the lofty expectations coming into the year? Uh, I mean, we we always have high expectations for ourselves, and our fans have that for us, anyways. So, I mean, we we could have not been ranked, or we could be ranked number one, and I feel like it's the same expectations just to go out there and play our game. So, I feel like that's a uh, that's kind of what was going through everybody's heads moving into the season. Do you guys kind of all, uh, you know, we've talked about Godwin's mentality and his intensity. Do you guys kind of adopt that, you feel, as a team? Oh, definitely. And I, I think we have to because, as you know, sometimes uh, we don't play at our best and our, our fans like to let us know. But, that's all. <laughs> I mean, it's all part of it. They support us when we're going well and they're still supporting us when we're not. So, either way, they're uh, they're there for us. But, yeah, I think it's it's really important, you know, with all the rankings that get posted all the time, all the stats and everything that get posted, I feel like it's – it's important for us to kind of forget that and just worry about going out and playing our game. It's really cool to hear you describe it that way because that's that's another thing that I think um, me and Jake, you know, we're not really the type, you know, we don't, you know, really go, we're not the type to go bad on guys on like social media and whatnot. But, you know, I, I you do see it and you do see fans, you know, it, airing their, their frustrations. But I, I do try to kind of point that out too, you know, look – the intensity is there, you know, whether, like you said, whether, you know, we're winning or losing. Um, and it just kind of comes with the territory. You're not going to have, you know, the insane environment that we do at home, the following on the road without, you know, that intensity goes both ways. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear you you acknowledge that. You know, you see athletes sometimes they take that stuff personally and whatnot. And I think it's just, you know, you, you take it, you take it all. It's much better to have it than to have just no emotion at all, you know, whatsoever from the fan base. No, definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, so, you know, speaking of, speaking, you know, of that, we all know the, the opening series didn't go the way we wanted it to. Uh, you know, you guys faced, it looked like you've been coming into that opening series, and, you know, we don't have to get into that, but that you guys faced some, you know, early adversity. Um, what was the morale, you know, in the locker room? You know, you guys are playing a really good Bryant team. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody that follows college baseball knows how good those guys are. And, you know, they're a great program, consistent program. They got a really good team. Um, you know, it, it's a team that doesn't have as big a name. So, you know, you might get, you know, they're one of those teams that you might get kind of crap for, um, you know, struggling against. But what, what was the morale like in the locker room throughout the series last weekend against Bryant? Oh, I mean, I, I think, like, immediately after the games and after Sunday, it was kind of – it was down for a little bit, but that, I mean, that's, you expect that after a, a long weekend where we, uh, we end up getting swept at home, which we're usually so dominant at home that it kind of, kind of shocks everybody. But 
you know, we took probably like an hour in the locker room, just everybody hanging out. And then we realized like, Hey, I mean, we got 50 something more games coming up. We can't, uh, can't let this one stick with us. And I mean, we, we know we're a good team. We know we didn't play up to our expectations or what we expect of each other. So, uh, we, we didn't really let that bother us. I mean, it was more of a, Hey, learn from it. Uh, just know that it doesn't matter what, uh, what your ranking is, what team you play. It's whoever comes out that day and plays the best. So, uh, I think it was good to get that out of the way early and, uh, learn from that moving forward. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, you know, like you said, it's a long season. There's still 50 something games left and, you know, everyone who follows ECU baseball knows the potential that you guys have for this year. Um, but just going back to that, uh, that game too, dude, can you give us a breakdown um, from on the field of that timeout call? Cause I was in the jungle. Uh, Josh was watching online and originally right away. I, um, you know, I was celebrating the bomb and then I looked and I saw that the umpires hadn't called anything. And then I texted Josh and I was like, did they somehow call that foul? And I, you know, I was getting pissed off and Josh yeah. was like, wait, waiting for um, them to clarify on TV. And then, so obviously we kind of, kind of know what ended up happening now, even John boy and everyone's picked it up nationally. <laughs> so, uh, can you just give us a breakdown of what was going on, you know, through your mind and on the field at that time? Yeah, well, it, it's funny. I I looked at two of our freshmen in the dugout, and I said, man, wouldn't this be cool if he has a walk-off home run here? And then he takes the swing, and I'm like, oh, man, like, we're going nuts. We're going, like, running out of the dugout, throwing water. And then uh, we see him kind of like everybody else did, huddled up there, and we're like, yeah, what's, what's going on here? And I, I looked at some of the guys. I was like, hold on. And then, uh, obviously, we, we found out they were calling time. But – uh no, I think I mean it was it was crazy. I mean we were out there jumping around, you know, going nuts at home plate, and then we we see that happen, and it's like, all right, here we go. We got to lock back in. We got a rest of a baseball game here. But uh, no, I mean that's definitely the craziest thing I think it's ever happened to me at, at a baseball game. And I know for all our fans and coaches and all, it's probably the the most uh, odd thing that's I mean honestly probably ever happened here. So that was a that was a weird experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Um, you know, like Cliff said, uh, he's been coaching for 18 years. He's never seen anything like that. So, yeah. um, you know, hopefully all that bad luck's out of the way and we don't have to deal with anything uh, like that anymore. Um, but following the weekend series with Bryant, what led to the turnaround blowout win at Campbell against a really good Campbell team? Um, yeah, I mean, I I think we just kind of realized like that that wasn't us that played the past weekend. That if we we go out and just you know have more tough at bats and our our pitchers go out and just try to, you know, we we said before the game just go out and finish every inning like they're closing it out because we knew we were going to be using a bullpen day. So we uh it was kind of the mentality just going in and playing a tough baseball game and I mean that that's I feel like that's how we can play every game moving forward if we just focus in on things we can control and just moving forward, worrying about having the toughest, whether it's toughest pitches, toughest at bats. So it was definitely good to go out there and do that and show like everybody that we, we are this good team and we can go out and do that. So. Yeah. It was almost kind of like, and everybody can, you know, we can all kind of have fun again, you know, yes, like it, yes. it, it was awesome. It was <laughs> nice to see the, the, you know, on, online following everybody, everybody's spirits back up and whatnot. And, you know, we knew it was going to come around we, yeah. just by knowing the talent on the team. But yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, this, the game started out, uh, you know, we had some really good pitching, especially considering it was a bullpen day, mm -hmm. um, got out of some tough situations early. And, um, you know, once you guys had that big uh, five run inning um, and a lot of it, what, what I liked was just the at bats. I mean, I'm sure you guys, uh, felt the same thing it wasn't even necessarily that like in that fifth inning we were really knocking the ball around the yard but you guys were just having 
um, really good at bats and, and, you know, making it tough on the pitcher and, and scoring runners. Um, it, did, I mean, was there a, 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 a sizable uh, morale shift in that inning that you guys kind of felt like, okay, you know, we, this is, this is the, you know, ECU baseball that we are, this is, you know. Oh, I mean, definitely. Once, once we went out there and like you said, I mean, tough at bats and, the pitchers have been holding us in the game leading up until then. I'm, honestly, I don't even know if we had any hits going into that inning. So we, I mean, going out there and just telling everybody like, let's let's put up tough at bats and just control what we can control, and it it all fell the right way. I mean, put up five runs, and once once those runs were up on the board, it was we knew we had that game just because the the morale was up, like you said, and everybody was back in good spirits after a tough weekend. So it was it was good to have that inning. Yeah, and I think it's a, a testament to the, you know, the culture that the, you know, Goblin, the coaches built there too, and that you guys buy into um, just, you know, just staying in it because, you know, like I said, it's not like we came out and, you know, lit Campbell on fire. Like you said, we're down, you know, one nothing. Don't I don't think we did have any hits going into that inning. And um, for you guys to just, you know, take advantage of the little momentum at the start of the inning and roll was awesome to see. Uh, for you personally, I mean, you know, you, you had – some some great at bats too. You had a you know a nice shot up the middle for an RBI and you walked twice. Um, for you, um, how do you feel about your performance in that game? Because I thought you had a great day. And uh, does that you know kind of impact you going into this weekend against a really good uh, UNC team, just carrying that momentum? Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously, my opening weekend and as a team, the opening weekend wasn't uh, exactly what we'd expected, but. Just being able to put up tough at bats and get back to being me in the box. I feel like I was trying to do a little too much that first weekend, knowing we were trailing and just trying to make a change in a game that I, I really didn't need to. But having those tough at bats and really seeing the ball well again is it's definitely a big momentum shift heading into this weekend. Gives myself, but not only myself, I feel like the whole team confidence going in that we're all really seeing the ball and putting up great at bats. Yeah, man. I mean, you, we got a big series coming up this weekend. It was, oh, yeah. it was, it was great to see um, you guys turn around and have that big game against Campbell, and I think it's huge to get that momentum coming in. Um, how are you guys feeling, man? How are you guys feeling going into the UNC game? I think we're going to have a really good presence um, of ECU fans there, too. I know Jake's going to oh, the yeah. game Friday. I'll be there Saturday, um, <clears throat> you know, coming back home. How are you guys feeling leading into that? Oh, we're pumped. I mean, this is – it's not a full road trip because we're coming back Sunday, but this is the first really like road trip for us and staying in a hotel and traveling as a team. So I feel like it's, it's going to be good. I mean, we're all pumped up and we love playing UNC. So I think it'll be, it'll be good uh, experience for us and just coming in. I think we're going to play some great baseball. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for it, man. I can't wait. Me and me and a couple of my buddies, um, you know, went to school together. We, uh, we've been playing on this for a couple of weeks going to the, the Saturday game. I, you know, I live in the, I live in Raleigh. So, Oh, nice. Um, yeah, as soon as we saw that, we were like, oh, yeah, dude, this is uh, – <laughs> <this is gonna laughs> yeah. I've never been to that stadium. I'm sure it's nice. Um, you know, I doubt it's as nice as uh, Clark LeClaire. But nah, no, no worries. No. <laughs> no worries, yeah. <laughs> yeah, super excited for that one, man. Um, you, you touched on it, and it actually brought up um, – made me think of another question I want to ask. Those, those road series, those road trips, you said, you know, staying in the hotel. So, you know, I'm sure it's a different experience. Um what are those kind of nights, you know, before are you I'm, I'm assuming y'all are getting there, you know, y'all get there like in the daytime Friday or, you know, how's and you're staying there, you know, what, two nights or how, how's that work? Yeah, so we're um we're going to drive out tomorrow. We're all hopping on the bus. I think it's around 
10 a.m. or 10:30, whenever it is, we're uh we're taking the bus there. But we're uh gonna head there, have our meetings and all, and then get set for BP. But I think we're gonna stay just tomorrow night, and then we're gonna drive back Saturday night because we're back home Sunday. So, but yeah, I mean, the road trips are great. I mean, it's great time to you know really get to know your teammates because you're sleeping next to one of them in a hotel room. So. You, you build those kind of relationships and uh, I, I think it's great travel on the road. I love it. Yeah. What do you, so do you guys, you guys usually have, uh, you know, do you kind of, when you, when you're doing these road trips, do you kind of go out into the, you know, the towns and cities you're at, do you kind of stick around the hotel and, you know, just kind of vibe with each other or, you know, is it just kind of depend on the, the situation in the series? Uh, it's, it's more of a, just kind of hang out kind of thing. I mean, if there's usually a gas station around the guys like to, we'll walk to those or, you know, grab an energy drink or something for the next day. So it's really just hanging out with each other in the hotels. And I know I I usually bring my PlayStation, so we'll get a couple guys in my room and we'll just play video games all night. So that's uh that's usually how it goes. We just hang out, watch movies together and stuff. So nice man, nice. Um, going forward on the year, man. Are there any you know what you know team goals, personal goals, or anything that you have in you know in particular this year that you, you you're focusing on personally and that the team's focusing on or well, I, I mean, I think obviously and everybody around here knows the biggest goal for the team is to get to Omaha. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we haven't done it yet, and we're uh, – I mean, we got a we got a great team this year and a deep team. So, I feel like if we're going to do it, this is going to be the year. So, that's that's definitely the the main goal for us is to get there. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't really get too caught up in personal goals. I'm, I'm more focused on if we're winning games because none of it really matters if at the end of the season we're watching everybody else on TV. So, right. Yeah, man. Um that, that yeah that that's 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 kind of here um and i think that it's uh it's not surprising to to hear you say that um uh, just touching on the team a bit uh you mentioned they were deep um i we got a lot of we got a lot of freshman pitchers that uh yeah. and a lot of young pitchers um that are really going to get a lot of playing <clears throat> time this year is that something you kind of knew coming into the year that uh you know that we we had that was room cuz you know we got, we got a lot of a lot of pitchers left last year um, a lot of guys are, um, you know, in line to step up. What's what's that room? I know you're not a pitcher, but what, what's that room kind of like with all those young pitchers? Are those guys just kind of chomping on at the bit to go? Yeah, I mean, like we we could tell in the fall, just our first scrimmages in the fall, that we were we were going to need those guys. I mean, we we got a good amount of older guys, but we we definitely need the uh, the depth as far as the bullpen goes, especially. But in the starting rotation, I mean, we had Jake Hunter starting on Sunday opening series, but. We knew uh, we knew we were going to need the young guys, and they've definitely stepped up. And I mean, like you said, they're all chomping at the bit to get in there. I know. Uh, I mean, I I know when I was a freshman last year, the only thing I wanted to do was play. So we have so many freshman pitchers. I I know they're all eager to get in. Yeah, man. Uh, before we before we wrap this up, Ed, is there just uh, is, is there any? Well, actually, I want to ask you one more thing. So you. You know, I I'm sure you you mentioned that you you know you're you're into uh, you know sports games a lot and stuff like that. So I'm sure you're a fan of ECU athletics outside of the base program. Um, what what do you think of uh, what do you think of the football season ECU had this year and uh, and going forward, man? We've been through some rough times that we're not used to. Yeah. You know, as a fan base, we you know, but it seems like we got the right guys in the position of power now and. Uh, you know, a really good team heading into next year. Are you big? You big football guy? Big football fan? Yeah, no, I, I love football. I mean, growing up, I'd always watch just because it was so close to my house. I'd watch, you know, University of Maryland football games, and 
go to a bunch of Ravens games. So I've always been a football guy, but no, I mean, it was, it was awesome to have uh, the season we did last year as far as football goes. I mean, you could tell around the whole campus that football is playing well. Everybody's got their uh, purple on, walking to class, and every. I mean, it's it's just a huge morale boost because I. I mean, as you brought it up, I mean, the years prior haven't exactly been the best, but I think last year was a full year of the guys all kind of playing together and coming out and playing well. So that I mean, that was that was huge around the school as far as uh, morale goes. Yeah, and it feels like it almost bleeds into the other sports. Like you know, oh, definitely. You- yeah, I yeah. mean, just the the season ticket sales before that, you know, they broke sold out and broke the record for season ticket sales for baseball. And it almost feels like, you know, we're always great at baseball. We got a really good team this year and a lot of great, you know, opportunity with the schedule being as tough as it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, it feels like it, it just bleeds directly into it. I don't, I wouldn't know what else to correlate that to just besides the excitement of, you know, baseball and football are king at ECU and just the excitement of the fan base. I think it was awesome to see that, you know, you, you had the, um, support that you guys had coming in the year. And I think the the football team, you know, performing like they did in the future looking bright really played into that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, as you know, when people are happy, they, uh, they like to spend money. So they're, uh, <laughs> they're happy and they're getting our season tickets and, uh, everybody's pumped to go out and, uh, be a pirate fan. So I, I definitely, uh, give some credit to football for that. Right on, man. Well, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up, but man, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, of course. It. Thank you. Yeah, this is this was this was huge. Thank you for agreeing to do it. Uh, we, you know, we'll love to have you back on later on um, down the line, and you know, maybe good. not maybe not interrogate you so much and just uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we wanted to, wanted to make it all about you. We're really excited for you, man. Really excited for your future Thank you. um, as a pirate and and going forward. Um, and yeah, man, just really glad you decided to come here. No, thank you. I mean, it, this is awesome, uh, awesome time. And yeah, I'll, I'll be more than happy to come back on. Yeah, man. Maybe we'll have to get you a. Uh, we don't. We don't do. We don't really have merch or anything like that. But maybe we'll have to get you a Purple Ace podcast shirt or something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't. Don't we? We can't offer you any money for the NIL stuff. But you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's it. That's the best we hey, got. Yeah, t-shirts good with me. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Well, yeah. Thanks again, and uh, you know, really excited for you guys this weekend, and uh, buddy, uh, for tuning in. Uh, we kind of kept this uh, a secret coming in. We didn't. Um, you know, put it out there that we were we were having Josh Moylan on, but I know that everybody's going to be really excited when they see this one drop. We'll drop it tomorrow. We're recording now uh, on on Thursday. We'll drop it, you know, in the around lunchtime tomorrow, so everybody can get it in before the uh, before the series starts. I uh, hope you guys are out there in Chapel Hill, um, and then Sunday back home, uh, rooting on the Pirates and looking forward to a great series this weekend. And as always, go Pirates, man. <laughs>